At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We begin our number two of the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are... Very close to the start of real football, but we do have real football and college football this week. It will be week number zero, but we have the NFL in just two more weeks, one more week of fake football, as I like to call it in the preseason. It's still real to me, damn it. And Isn't real. that what the kids said about pro wrestling? Yes. If you remember that oh, famous yes, meme. Yes, yes, yes. It's still real to me, damn it. By the way, on an aside, I did believe that wrestling was real as a kid. And I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The Norfolk scope is not very far away from where I grew up. And mm-hmm. the wrestlers back in the eighties, the Ric Flair's of the world, the Sergeant Slaughter's, if you remember those guys, the Nikita Cole, oh, yeah. the Iron, Mid-Atlantic Iron Cole. championship wrestling. That's the wheelhouse right there. So they all would come to the gym that I worked out at when I was 14, 15 years old. And you can imagine me, I was strong. So those guys would come in and I spotted the nature boy, Ric Flair. Once he asked to work in with me mm-hmm. doing dumbbell presses. I couldn't have helped, by the way, if he couldn't have lifted the weight. But there was Nikita Koloff, and Ivan Koloff was on the leg press machine upstairs by the water fountain. So I walk upstairs, and I see Nikita, and he's got the Russian sickle on his arm. And I go, hello, I'm 14. And he goes, uh, and grunts. And I go back downstairs to the owner of the gym, Bobby Waring. I go, Bobby, Bobby, that's Nikita Koloff and Ivan Koloff. He goes, yeah. I go, are they from Russia? And he goes, no, Minnesota. That's when I knew that maybe it wasn't as real right. as I thought it well, was. Well, the thing is, though, they didn't break kayfabe. They stayed in character. They knew I was a kid. He's, he's like, I'm not going to be. Clientele. I'm not going to be a Minnesota boy here. I'm going to be the Mad Russian. I was a mark essentially to the yes. co-ops. They knew that yes. I would be going to pay their salaries. It was, be- it was better when it was kayfabe, man. <laughs> when we didn't know all the tricks and we all didn't the gimmicks. Know. I totally was convinced it was real. All right, so it's not fake football per se. But it is, look, there are real issues in going on in training camp. One of the issues was down in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Where's Tom Brady? Where is, is he, he? Is he the man under the mask? Is, is, is Nick Cannon unmasking <laughs> Tom Brady on some lot in the Fox studio with uh, Nicole Scherzinger and Jenny McCarthy and Dr. Ken and Robin Thicke trying to guess who this man is? So we don't know. We don't know where Brady was, what he was doing. It, it was apparently planned. He's back. Everything feels to be, you know, right in the Buccaneers world, right? But they asked even Cameron Brait yesterday, the tight end for the Buccaneers. And he said, one, did you know about the mass Singer? And he said, yeah, yeah, I've heard that rumor. And he goes, I hope it's true because he can't be worse than Gronk. 
<laughs> which I thought was a great line by Cameron Bate. Right. But the thing is, do they really know? Like, does, does Todd Bowles know? Because this is now some mystery. They say it wasn't a vacation. Right. So it was planned, but it's still enshrouded in secrecy for some reason. Not saying it's the mass Singer. We don't know that. But is this is do, do we need to know? Does it affect how you view the Bucks? In this season, is Tom distracted? Are the oh. Buccaneers as one of the, the favorites in the in the NFC? Do we do we worry about this? Well, what affects maybe more how I view the Bucks, brother, in this Tom Brady absence, which apparently was pre-planned. They you say. know, this was not just like, hey, I'm leaving. You know, this was not a last-minute deal. But what maybe affects uh, a little bit about the Bucks is the fact that their offensive line is all of a sudden starting to fall apart a little bit or certainly, you know, a lot less deep than it was yes. now with Ryan Jensen out for the interim, maybe out for the full season. Mm-hmm. Certainly won't be coming back anytime soon. Aaron Stinney, who is a depth guy, he just got hurt the other day. They're already replacing a couple of their offensive guards too because Ali Marpet yes. uh, retired, retired and then they had another guard who signed a free agent deal with the Cincinnati Basically Bengals. three or four linemen yes. that are yes. off. And look, Tom Brady wasn't touched a lot. And they did trade for Shaq Mason, yeah. by the way, former Patriot who's worked with Brady before. However, you know, that offensive line, and especially when you got, even though you've got a 45-year-old quarterback that defies father time, time and time again, mm. eventually, you know, he gets hit up the middle with some of these really good pass rushes. He's not and they moving do off stunt. his spot yes. very often. Yes. This is so, an Aaron Rodgers who can still move. So I think this offensive line is a concern. Now, Mike Evans does come back. Uh, Chris Godwin, probably sometime early in the season. Mm-hmm. I don't expect that he's going to be back for the opener at Dallas but still coming off that ACL. But we know that they're pretty deep at receiver. The tight end, you mentioned Cameron Braith. And then, of course, they did sign Kyle Rudolph. They drafted the kid Otten out of the University of Washington. So it's kind of going to be a little bit by committee to replace Gronk now that O.J. Howard is in Buffalo with Dawson Knox. But the weapons are there for Tampa Bay, certainly to have a good offense. But do you want a 45-year-old quarterback, even if he's the greatest of all time, leading the league in pass attempts? Do you want to throw the ball really all the time? And I don't think so. I think that they want to get that running game going. And uh, playoff Lenny's got to be regular season Lenny at least a few times for these guys. Well, you raise real concerns because, again, if you don't want Brady to lead the league in attempts or or yards or, you know, he's putting up ridiculous numbers at age 44. Let's see what happens at 45. You got to be able to run the ball. And that offensive line is going to be an issue if you try to get that run game going. If you can't get the run game going and you can't all of a sudden you can't run block – well, let's see how the pass blocking works out when they know you have to pass. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very interesting for the Bucks this year. I'm not saying that they're headed for a massive regression. 11 and a half is the win total, juice to the under minus $1.30. But I will say this, and, and you did this, and I was doing the show with you in the offseason this year. You had bet on the Broncos, I recall. Mm-hmm. And we, the rumor was they were going to get Aaron Rodgers, if you remember that. It feels like a 1,000 years ago now. And then later on, as we're doing the Lombardi line, they traded for Russell Wilson. And you looked at the rest of the team and thought, well, they're going to get a quarterback. Not sure, exactly sure which one, but they're going to get a high-profile quarterback, and the rest of the team is ready to go. I don't know if Gronk still moves the number for you, if it would, but I know Gronk's retired. But the theory is he's going to come back. Does that change the way you would approach the Buccaneers, knowing potentially if Brady says, go get him, I need him, he's my security blanket. And by the way, in the two years in Tampa with Gronk, do you know how many red zone t- uh, interceptions Tom Brady threw? Zero. Why? Safety valve. Right. Guys he trusts. Gronk. Those guys aren't there right now. You mentioned Godwin might not be there at the beginning of the year. That could change this year. I don't know how much Gronk necessarily changes the number. A tight end can only do so much, especially one of age. And I think Gronk, look, he, I think he likes his retirement yeah. life. He was, uh, of course, uh, doing the show on ESPN Plus that the uh, Manning uh, Productions or Omaha Productions, which is run by Peyton and Eli, are producing. And then, of course, the news that came out this weekend where Gronk, Gronk didn't know sell it, even though he tried to backtrack later in the program. But Dana White kind of put it out mm-hmm. there. Hey, we had the deal ready. Ready to go for them to come to Las Vegas and and uh, the uh, then coach John Gruden torpedoed the deal. So uh, look. I wonder if Gruden regrets that because I mean he goes to Tampa. Both those guys end up in Tampa and win the Super Bowl year one. Not saying it would have been the same thing in Las Vegas, but I bet I bet you if he could go back now after seeing what happened with mm-hmm. Bruce Arians in year number one. Remember Todd Bowles is the new head coach this year in Tampa. I'm with you. I don't think it moves the number, but if would it move your your belief in backing the Buccaneers? 
thinking theoretically that Gronk could come back. It just it gives them another weapon, and it, it's an insurance policy because I, I think they want to see how these guys work out. You know, Cameron Brait, can he be the number one tight end again? You got Rudolph. You see what maybe he has left if you can run double tight. And then the kid Otten, they're probably going to use a little bit more as a blocker, but eventually he can maybe bloom into a pass catcher mm-hmm. for this Buccaneers offense. The offense – pretty much you got to think is going to stay the same with the same coordinator, that being Byron Leftwich, mm-hmm. uh, probably his last year in Tampa Bay in that role before he gets a head coaching job somewhere else. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. You interview, you don't get it. It's like you're the second or third choice, but we really like this guy. And if you interviewed well, like Brian Dable did last year when he was the Buffalo OC and then became the Giants head coach here in the offseason. So that's maybe going to happen. But I do think you could see at least a little bit more run heavy perhaps early where it's like, okay, we got to get the timing down. We got receivers banged up. You know, we got second unit guys that are going to have to get more reps, you know, the Scotty Millers of the world and, and the, and the Johnsons of the world, you know, if Mike Evans, if this hamstring thing continues to be kind of a nagging deal, I'm looking at, you know, Todd Bowles as a first year head coach. And we talk about all these first year head coaches in different places. He doesn't feel like he gets the same treatment, at least in the, you know, coach of the year conversations. It almost feels mm-hmm. like Doug Peterson has already won a Super Bowl in another place in Philadelphia is looked at as more of a rookie coach because he's got a team that's not ready made right down in Jacksonville. So, you know, maybe Peterson could be in play for coach of the year if they won seven games. It feels like for bowls, it's almost it's the antithesis of that. It's like, well, he better win 12 games. The numbers 11 and a half. And if he doesn't win 12, he didn't do a good job. It right. feels like Bowles would have a harder uh, measuring stick, if you will, of what he could do in year one with Tampa Bay. It's almost like Barry Switzer when he took over yeah. for Jimmy Johnson and won the Super Bowl. And they went, wow, Jimmy's guys. Barry didn't do anything. Right. I don't know if that's really fair to a guy like Todd Bowles or historically yeah, like Barry Switzer. Todd Bowles, of course, he did not succeed with the Jets. But look, that was a rebuild. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can totally penalize oh, him. Man. So he deserves, I think, to at least get a second shot. This is obviously a more ready-made team. Todd Bowles, by the way, is still going to call the defense. Yep. Uh, defensive coordinator. Look, at what has he won? I think he's won it twice. The best uh, assistant award in the NFL as a defensive I think he regrets that, uh, that safety blitz, though, he called in the last play yeah, against Matthew does. Stafford. Yeah, he does. Uh, Cooper yeah, Cup don't want to get Cooper Cup in the open field, but he went for up broke, safety. and the Stafford and Cup made him pay yeah. and uh, eliminated them in the divisional round. But, yeah, I think that these guys, you know, are probably trying to come on a mission, but you wonder – they got younger on defense, too, because Ndamukong Sue is out. JPP is out. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get younger on defense. But it's not that I don't think that they're the favorite, but I think New Orleans is just a little bit better than the market thinks. So I think New Orleans is absolutely going to give them a challenge. And keep in mind, seven straight times in the regular season, the Saints have beaten the Buccaneers. They have absolutely had these guys number. Yeah, Dennis Allen's done a great job as a coordinator in New Orleans now. He takes over. Again, same situation with Todd Bowles. It feels like, all right, is not as much of a ready-made team in New Orleans. Certainly some uh, influx there of rookies like Chris Olave with that Saints offense. But Jameis Winston is still a veteran quarterback, by the way. He was back at practice with that foot injury. When we come back, let's talk about injuries and, and whether or not how you handicap that with certain teams in the NFL. And we'll start with the Saints because uh, I know you do like them down south as well. And then we'll look at the Giants and Kayvon Thibodeau, his injury in New York. And, and right now he's looking for a second opinion from Dr. James Andrews. That's normally not a good sign. We'll discuss all those things, how you handicap the market. Come on back. It's the Lombardi one of these in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes and all the action. Find out what the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We continue the Lombardi line. Before we get into these injuries in the NFL, breaking news. You know, Derek Stevens, of course, runs and operates the Circus Sportsbook. You and I do shows out of there as well, not just here at, at lovely South Point Casino. Love working here and there. But Derek also owns the D. And you have some breaking news in the culinary world. Well, I just seeing what was just seeing it on the uh, Twitter machine. Uh, they are going to be opening a new restaurant this fall, I believe, in September oh. called Bacon Nation. Bacon and I Nation. saw I saw a tweet that was hiring for staff to work at that new uh, dining establishment there in the D. And it's like, uh, well, it depends on how my card goes the first couple weeks of football season because I may need to take a second job wow. if you don't win some of these bets. And uh, Bacon Nation wouldn't be a best a bad side hustle. I, I just don't know how that name has not been used before. That's fantastic, Bacon. You had me at the name. Yes. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, by the way, might uh, be – well, I don't know how much uh, trust he has right now with the team doctor because I mentioned as we were going to break that he's going to get a second opinion for his MCL strain, expected to miss three to four weeks. Now, I'm not saying there's distrust with the team doctors, but he's getting a second opinion. That second opinion is coming from Dr. James Andrews. Matt Santos, our producer, just said, boy, when you just hear the name Dr. Mm-hmm. James Andrews, you go, oh, no, right? Because that's what I think of. I go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Thibodeau is going to go see this doc because he might think, I would think, that it's worse Right. what the indication would be, three to four weeks. I think people are high on the Jets. I look at the or Giants, rather. I look at the win total for the Giants, and I go, really? How, are they, how is this team potentially going to win eight games? You're seeing some numbers around six and a half, seven, if you want to play the over. Part of that reason was the draft. Mm-hmm. And they look at Thibodeau, and they said, this is a guy that, if he had come out a year earlier, might have been the number one pick in the draft yes. coming out of Oregon, right? Slipped a little. He's still a top ten pick. What do you make of teams that are injured and that kind of you look at and go, well, going into the year, will I fade certain teams? Again, the win total for the for the G-Men, six and a half, juiced heavily to the over, minus $1.35. Yeah. I don't see it. And then when I hear an injury like this to a top 10 pick, who clearly will not be there for week one and early, how do you handicap teams that might have more injuries than others coming out of camp? Well, uh, and you also got to take into account, and I think the reason why it's getting juiced to the over, and I actually am a little bit higher on the Giants, not necessarily saying they're going to contend in that division, but I think that they're going to be better because if you look, uh, a couple of the guys that rate the uh, strength of schedule you know, and do that analysis – Easiest schedule in the Mm. National Football League, the New York Football Giants. And really a lot of the NFC East teams, by the way, I think are really (laughs) up there. I think uh, it helps that you're playing in the East. Yeah. Cowboys are top 10 easiest schedule. Eagles are right there behind the Giants. Washington Commanders, of course, are are right up there. So when you look, uh, 
you know, there, there's a lot of potential wins on this schedule as, as we get the graphic up there. At Tennessee, they're about a touchdown underdog. Okay, even though I think the market and myself included in that market are low on Tennessee. Yeah, Carolina coming in. You have Dallas coming in. Then you have Chicago coming in. They're not projected to be good at the Ravens or nope. at the Packers and then the Ravens. And then there are some middle games. Jacksonville, even though that's on the road, that's a winnable game. Seattle, even though that's on the road, and that's usually one of the tougher home field advantages in the league, we don't think Seattle's going to be that great. The Texans at home, the Lions at home. There's some winnable games on that schedule for the Giants. Of course, it's going to be Daniel Jones. This is kind of the Fisher cut bait season with sure. that team, right? Because you got Brian Dable, who you think they, who have they, they've tried uh, uh what was the guy's name? Ben McAdoo. Oh, yeah. They tried Joe judge Great hair. that didn't work out, but now you get Brian Dable. Who's worked with Josh Allen, one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. And does he have that magic elixir for Daniel Jones to, you know, not turn the ball over as much. I think that they've improved in terms of the receiving core. They got to keep Saquon Barkley healthy. That's another running back. <laughs> we talked about McCaffrey earlier. Saquon Barkley had just hadn't been able to stay healthy. Correct. But, there is more talent on this Giants roster defensively. Wink Martindale now comes from Baltimore. And I, I think he kind of, you know, met his time there in Baltimore. It was kind of time to move on. But Wink Martindale had a lot of good years as the DC there. Yeah. I still think he's one of the better defensive play callers in the league and should be a shot in the arm for the Giants. So, look, you never like to lose young talent here, but you also don't want to necessarily panic because there's a lot of teams in some teams have more injuries than others, and we'll get to that momentarily, but I don't think I'd be selling the Giants just based on this news. And again, uh, that number is six and a half. They're trying to make a leap. If you want to back the over from four wins a year ago to seven wins this year, they do feel like they, they are more stable at the head coaching position with Dable. We'll find out how year number one goes out and also new in the front office. You mentioned Ben McAdoo. He is now, by the way, the new OC in Carolina mm -hmm. with Matt rule after it didn't work out with who they thought was going to be the guy in Joe Brady last year came over from LSU. So that is a very interesting juxtaposition there. We mentioned injuries and very quickly, I want to mention the saints because I know you're really high on them and James Winston's got a foot issue, but he was back at 11 on 11s at practice. Uh, when you look at the saints and again, they had some issues injury wise last year, James being uh, foremost among them. And he was having a really good year. I believe 14 touchdowns and just three interceptions mm -hmm. before the injury in the, in the ACL. And he was done for the year. Do you trust that Jameis now is back and he missed, you know, pretty much half of the year, if not three quarters of the year last year, when the injury occurred, you know, there is no Sean Payton now with the saints, but they do have Dennis Allen stability there coming over, you know, still as the DC and now as the head coach. Do you like their win total over eight and a half as well? I do actually. And, and plus uh, they seem to be getting positive news. I know it's not settled yet, but it seems like maybe there's not going to be much of a punishment for, for Kamara. Alvin Kamara for what happened here on pro bowl weekend in Las Vegas uh, in terms of the uh, battery he was charged with. So we don't know yet. I mean, obviously nothing has been announced, but we're not thinking the worst right. as I think that we were a couple months ago. So that's even another feather in their cap because the saints kind of lacking some running back depth here. And look, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jameis Winston, I mean, he, he, he was more efficient last year, but they, they kind of had the training wheels on, they on him too, because partially because Michael Thomas, of course, didn't play the entire season with the ankle injury. So your receiving core talent is down and is way up this year. Now with Thomas back with uh Olave being drafted with Jarvis Landry being resigned. So they have more weapons. And I wonder now if Pete Carmichael and Pete Carmichael has been the offensive coordinator for the better part of over a decade in new Orleans, but he's never called the plays. It's always been Sean Payton. That's mm -hmm. been the play caller. So I wonder if Pete, Carmichael now that he's finally quote unquote free if he says you know what let her rip buddy you know you're gonna probably throw a couple interceptions oh, we're but get we're, more Bruce but, Arians? yeah but we're not gonna baby you. oh. you're gonna have to rip this down the field and I wonder if they have the confidence in Jameis to do that I'm thinking maybe it's cautious confidence or cautious optimism if you will but I don't think that they're totally gonna baby this guy because He's not the reclamation project, I think, this year that he was last year. I think he proved that, you know, he could be a little efficient, you know, where it's not like I'm not going to throw it into danger windows all the time, but there's going to be some times where I'm going to have to take a chance. So I think, uh, you know, 
I expect that the offense is going to be better. The offensive oh, wow. line, we're going to see how it's going to be with Taron Armstead. He is He's now gone. in Miami. So you got to have Trevor Penning, the rookie first rounder out of Northern Iowa, be the left tackle. Trevor Penning's gotten in like four or five fights already. You like camp, to see but that. Maybe that's a good thing yeah. because it's like, hey, I'm here to compete for a job. I'm not here to get pushed around. But you know they're fine on the on the right tackle spot, but a couple of the guards have got to got to play a little bit better. Uh, Ruiz and Pete, I think, have to play a little bit better. But yeah, I think the market, you know, having that juice to the under, they're a little bit down on the Saints, and I like the Saints, and I think that their defense, even though they had some retirements in the secondary of Malcolm Jenkins, but they go and get the Honey Badger to play safety there. So this defense is really what's carried this team over the last couple of years because we keep thinking offense, 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 you know, with all those great years Brees had. Yeah. But – you know, you have Dennis Allen, who's now the head coach and still calling the plays defensively. I think that this defense is going to be very good in New Orleans. You know, I, I know the answer to this question for you, but I just wonder at large, when you look at the numbers there, again, to win nine games, if you like that, it's plus a dollar. If you like them to make the playoffs, it's plus a dollar 20. That's not win the division, which is mm-hmm. 325. Mm-hmm. That make the playoffs wager feels pretty enticing to me at plus a dollar 20. I know you think they're a live dog to win the division. So with the expanded playoffs, right, they don't have to necessarily beat out the Bucs to get there. If this is a 9-10 win team, I think that's good enough to make the playoffs. That might be the best value on the board. Yeah, I do too. I think you're probably right there because – it, it seems like there's still a little bit of a gap with Tampa Bay, even though I think that they're going to challenge and that's going to be closer maybe than the market anticipates. But you, you just look at this team and there's a lot of veterans here. This is not really a young team. Now, this is a culture change, though, because, mm-hmm. you know, you do have a new head coach, Dennis Allen, but he has been within the system. But the fact that this team won nine games last season and started four different quarterbacks and there was some tension, I think, between the coach and the roster mm-hmm. a little bit. It was kind of time for it to come to an end. But this roster's healthier and more talented than last season. And yet you see the betting market lukewarm on them. So part of that is like, eh, it's a little worrisome to me. But it's like, you got to go with your gut instinct if you trust your evaluation on a team. And I think the Saints are going to be well better than eight and a half wins. Uh, Wes, when we come back, I want to continue this conversation and talk about the Ravens and their injuries from a year ago. It's decimated that team, how they're going to look this year and we'll look ahead to week zero with the time that we have remaining as well come on back it's the Lombardi line here on these the sports betting now the college football guide is out now and the nfl guide drops on thursday so start your football season off on the right foot with expert profiles of every team including team trends power ratings and over under recommendations plus best bets on season win totals divisional finishes and player awards remember the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a member of Vston and become an all-access subscriber. Sign up for our discounted football special. Get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all season long. Go to vston.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network. Back alongside Wes Reynolds. Wes, how much work and fun is it to put those guides together? Because I know you've done yeoman's work on those. It's a lot of, it is a lot of work and it's not just me. It's everybody. I mean, Matt humans, John Von Tobel, Dave Tooley, Adam Burke, everybody else that writes columns for these guys. So uh, we anticipate it's going to be out toward the end of the week, Mm -hmm. maybe into the weekend. So, uh, you know, it does take a lot of research, but, you know, it, it helps you a little bit in terms of evaluating these teams. So uh, looking forward to seeing the final product. Well, let's talk about one of those teams and how you evaluate them based on what we saw last year. That'd be the Baltimore Ravens. They went from first place, eight and three, going down the stretch of the season. And then, well, injuries happen. Now, remember, this team had injuries in preseason and training camp last year. They were losing a running back a day. Mm-hmm. It felt like for a while. And you go, well, how are they going to overcome this? Well, with Lamar Jackson, they were overcoming it just fine at eight and three leading the division. And then Lamar got hurt. And then it really felt like the bottom fell out of this team. They go all the way from first place and finish in dead last. Do you chalk that up when you're researching a team like the Ravens to bad luck? Or do you say, well, the way they run the football, Mm -hmm. the way they run the quarterback, Mm -hmm. this could be a necessary evil to handicap this in because this is the way they run the offense, that it's not an anomaly. By the way, the Ravens are saying the ankle injury last year was an anomaly. 
Right. Is it really if that's the way you run your quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's an anomaly or whatnot, but uh, they certainly did have their fair share of injury bad luck. They we did. talked about the Saints at the end of the last segment. I think they were eighth in terms of injury luck. Well, who was number one in terms of bad injury luck? It was the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Let me run down this list for you. Bring it. Marcus Peters, cornerback, torn ACL, missed 17 games. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards tore their ACL, also missed 17 games. Those are your top two running backs. Gone for the year. Derek Wolf, defensive end, hip injury, 17 games. Mm. Ronnie Stanley at left tackle, ankle injury, was out 16 games. Deshaun Elliott, safety, a biceps and a pectoral tear, was out 11 games. Jimmy Smith, corner, with variety of injuries, ankle injury, hip injury, neck lot. injury. He was out nine games. Uh, uh, Tyre Phillips, left guard, knee injury, out seven games. Games. Uh, Rashad Bateman, groin injury, receiver, missed five games. Marlon Humphrey, corner, peck tear, missed five games. Lamar Jackson, of course, with the ankle, also missed five games. We were talking about it during the break with our producer, Matt Santos. Remember when the Ravens went for two on the road at Pittsburgh? Now, in hindsight, you didn't understand it maybe at the time, but it's like, I'm listing all these defensive backs and safeties that had injuries. They were pulling guys out of the stands. I mean, even against a Ben Roethlisberger that was well at the end of his career, they were worried about, hey, not giving up a field goal. So that's why I think you see the market, and I would include myself as part of that market and being high on the Ravens this year because this is a little bit of a buyer low opportunity, and they're one of the two teams in the AFC that I did bet for the Super Bowl. The team I wrote wrote for, uh, and I have one on Denver, but that was just taking a number. Mm -hmm. early in the summer. That's not like an official pick or anything, but Baltimore, I bet. And also I wrote up the chargers in the betting guide, but we'll stick with Baltimore here. I think 20 to one, that's not a bad little price. When you consider the fact that they should get double digit wins if they stay healthy. Now you trade away Hollywood Brown. So Mm -hmm. that's a little bit of a transition, but you do have Bateman who I think is going to take that leap in his second year. You have one of the best tight ends in the NFL and Mark Andrews. That's going to be enough. I think for a team that does run the ball a lot, you get your top two running backs back. uh, Actually your top three, because you include Lamar Jackson. He can be a running back at some point. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, this team's going to be able to run the ball. That offensive line, if they could stay healthy. Ronnie Stanley, of course, coming back because they had a little bit of trouble running the ball when he went out. And then you look on defense. uh, They signed Marcus Williams from the New Orleans Saints, who Honey Badger is going to try to replace this year. Five-year, $70 million. Solid player. And then Kyle Hamilton, how good can he be out of Notre Dame? He kind of slipped to him a little bit Mm -hmm. because he was going to go in the top ten. And then the Ravens. And you just trust the Ravens and those guys in the draft. It was like, that's such a Ravens pick. That guy is going to like be a pro bowler. I love the talent up and down the roster. John Harbaugh, I think is one of the better coaches in the NFL has proven that long-term you still also, because one of the things that we don't talk about is special teams, yeah, arguably the greatest kicker ever, at least a top three oh, kicker in yeah. Justin Tucker, who, yeah, 55 yards, we trust you. We're not going to have to necessarily go for against it. Detroit. Yeah, remember, yeah, How they broke that? Detroit's heart last year. Uh, that was right on the green zone uh, with us early in the season. And, you know, the fact that you've got a guy that can go ahead and do that, that makes him a weapon. And that means, okay, fourth and three. You know, it's kind of borderline whether we want to go. You can send him out there and put three points pretty much on the board. So, uh, you know, the Ravens are starting to get healthier. I think Gus Edwards still on the pup list. They did bring in Mike Davis from Atlanta Mm -hmm. as kind of an insurance policy. Mm -hmm. Ronnie Stanley, I think, is about to come back from the pup list. Uh, Linderbaum, the kid they drafted out of Iowa in the first round, I know, has been dealing with some injuries. But if it's relatively healthy, you know, if you have at least four of the five starters, this is going to be one of the better running teams in the league. The receivers look like a no-name crew, but I think Bateman's going to emerge and take that big step from his rookie year to his second year. DuVernay, these are guys that have speedsters that, you know, they can do like work underneath and, you know, we'll see how Lamar does betting on himself, you know, in a contract year. Does he all of a sudden have a chip on his shoulder and saying, hey, you know, I'm a former MVP. I can get it done, not just with my legs, but also in the passing game. I mentioned earlier in the program, I really did think that Aaron Rodgers, the narrative on him changed last year. They didn't want to give him back-to-back MVPs for everything going on in the NFL last year. And after the Kansas City game where Jordan Love looked so inept at starting quarterback, and then they saw the way Rodgers played the position before and after that game, it was almost like a a Mm -hmm. foregone conclusion they had to give it. I look at Lamar Jackson in a similar fashion. At 20-1, to The, the games he was at 8-3 and three leading the division, then he can't go, and the bottom falls out of this team. So if Lamar Jackson, now at 20-1 to one to win the MVP, 
if he can stay healthy, it's a big if. Again, I'm talking about that ankle. We know how they like to run him. Right. I think there's value in that number because if the Ravens are who you expect them to be, and I'm with you, I expect this team to maybe go from worst to first in that division this year. Apologies to Cincinnati Bengals backers. I think that Lamar will be really in play at a really good number right now at 20 to one. Yeah, I think so too. And, and look at uh, just the fact that you don't, you want Lamar, I think to, and all these guys, you know, that evaluate talent and all the pundits and whatnot. I know that they want him to be a little bit better of a pocket passer. I think that you can do both. You can walk and chew gum at the same time where it's like, okay, we can have Lamar hang in the pocket, but you don't want to take his ability away when no. it's th- when it's third and 13 and nobody's open. He's about one of the only guys in the NFL. It's like, okay, third and 13, no problem. I can tuck it and, run and, get, and slide and get 14, you know, and, and, and that's just such a weapon to have, I think, but He's got to develop and be a little bit more accurate. You know, if he can hang in there in the pocket a little bit more and not be, you know, won't or prone to just run automatically, it's like, okay, the first read and the second read aren't there. I got to take off. But you also don't want to take that ability away. I will say this. Uh, one of the most intriguing things I've heard recently, and you know how, how the narrative goes in sports talk radio and TV, normally there's not, it's just a whole lot of blather thrown out there in the preseason. Steve Young said something on ESPN, which I found very, very interesting. Now, for those that don't remember Steve Young, this was one of those Lamar Jackson type mm-hmm. quarterbacks, right? That kind of was a run first guy. Mm-hmm. That was the knock on Young. Could he really develop into a pocket passer? Well, he did it enough to win a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers back in 1994. He said he believes that Harbaugh and the offense that the Ravens run is holding Lamar Jackson back. Now, maybe, again, it's, a, it's an axe to grind for guys like Steve Young right. that go, you only think we can do this. Right. What you don't know is we can use our arm as well. And he says that they open up the offense for Lamar, that he can become more of what you're alluding to that execs want to see, and that is a guy that could be passed first. Now, those legs are dynamic, and that's what made him the MVP of the league. Right? It was the running. It was that extra man you would account for either as a safety or as a linebacker, right? You couldn't just drop in coverage because you knew Lamar could take off. What do you make of that read by Steve Young? And look, Steve Young, proof's in the pudding. This Mm -hmm. guy that's been there, done that, knows who Lamar Jackson is Mm -hmm. because he was basically that same guy. Right, and and Greg Roman, by the way, the offensive coordinator there for the Ravens. So you know, you I think you can get a little bit more creative here, and 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 try to do a little bit more. You got to take some chances, especially if you think your defense is going to be improved. Not only being healthier, but new defensive coordinator Mike McDonald comes in. Uh, John uh, Pilfers from his brother Jim staff yeah, in Michigan. Thanks, thanks so, brother. Uh, so Mike McDonald, See you at Thanksgiving dinner. McDonald back now with the Baltimore Ravens. So. You know, if you're if you think your defense is going to be better, then maybe you can take a few more chances on offense with Lamar Jackson. I, and I don't think Steve Young is necessarily wrong there. I think now when you're in the AFC and you've got big time passing offenses like Buffalo, like the Chargers, like the Raiders, like the Chiefs, like Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. You've got an arms race there in the AFC, so you're still going to use your running game, but I think that they may try to open it up at least slightly more. It's fascinating. It's what you said about Jameis Winston taking the training wheels off. Think about that with Jameis Winston, right, down there in New Orleans. Maybe Lamar Jackson. There's another layer to his game to get to as well. We'll talk about Week Zero in college football next in the Lombardi Line. I'm Vincent, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Plenty of trip to Vegas? Come on out. Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside West Reynolds, Dave Ross here at South Point Casino. This is the Lombardi line. I cannot believe we've got real college football kicking off this weekend. Week zero is -hmm. upon us. I don't like the title. They keep adding more games to it. Used to be like maybe one like kickoff classic game or something like that. And now, I mean, we got several games. I think we have seven games on Saturday. But it doesn't feel like we're diminishing what it is. It's just a big well, zero. Everything is everything is content, content, content with more <laughs> streaming, and you know it's like we got to add more, more, and more. Sometimes less is more, but we do just, have just make it week one. We've people. got seven games on the board, and then we've got four other of the extra games where you get at FBS against an FCS opponent. So uh, ready to go already. I wish you were that they just had individual titles for these games. If you're really going to play this this number on a, a week zero. The big headliner, and again, uh, we had Will Hill on uh, in the first hour, and he likes the fighting Wildcats Mm -hmm. of Northwestern against Nebraska. This game, by the way, will be played in Dublin. Like, there should be a cool title for that. You're playing the game in Dublin. Give it a little bit more... Panache. I forget. I forget. I thought they had a title for it, but I don't. I don't see it here on the board. The but. game they didn't want in America, right? I guess. So it's played in Dublin. <laughs> I so, guess. So it, by the way, this is an officially it's a league game, but we're just going to play it over in Dublin. It's a mm-hmm. strange feel. Uh, right now, Nebraska thirteen and a half point favorites. The total has come down a little bit to forty nine and a half, while the side has gone up from twelve and a half to thirteen and a half. What do you make of those subtle? line adjustments well a look uh, a new offense there in nebraska i do think that mark whipple the new offensive coordinator of course was with kenny pickett at pitt last year had great success uh, making him a first round pick and a heisman candidate but uh, mark whipple i think wants to go tempo but it might take a little bit of a while casey thompson by the way going to be the new starting quarterback yeah. uh the transfer from texas is adrian martinez now takes over as the starting quarterback in like his ninth college season at kansas state <laughs> yes. so you know that's what college football is it's like free agency now but yeah lines all the, gone all the way up to i think 13 and a half at uh not not only here at the south point but a couple other places so Maybe you see 14. I don't know if it gets there. If it's 14, I think that that's probably a buy point for some sharper betters on Northwestern. Just simply because, 
you know, Pat Fitzgerald, they don't really bring a lot back, at least on the surface, but Pat Fitzgerald's so good as an underdog. Mm-hmm. Like when expectations are low, that's when I think Northwestern is best. Like when they're higher, they tend to disappoint. But, you know, that's a that's a lot of points here against I think a team that's kind of in transition, even though there's some people that are high on Nebraska in terms of the market, thinking that maybe they could be one of those teams in the West. The West, I think, is still pretty darn wide open, whereas we see the East, Ohio State, the clear consensus, number one choice to win that division and go to the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis. But the West, you can make arguments for Iowa. You can make arguments for Wisconsin. They're kind of the top two you know, default favorites. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, Purdue should be very good offensively. Nebraska has the potential if – if if Mark Whipple, I think, has control and he's a headstrong guy, but Scott Frost has always been an offensive guy. So does Scott Frost put his ego aside and say, you know what? I'm going to take a step back here. I'm going to let this guy run the offense. You know, I did take a little bit of the pay cut because I want to stay here as Cornhuskers head coach. So that's going to be really interesting. I think Nebraska is going to be kind of a an interesting team to watch because they maybe can be a potential surprise, but We've seen Nebraska, you know, when you get a little hype over the last few years, they've had a tendency to disappoint as well. So if this gets to 14, I, I'm not like convincing, not like a big play or anything, but if this gets to 14, I will take a shot with, with Northwestern just because Pat Fitzgerald, usually they are very fundamentally sound yeah. defensively. They'll force turnovers. I think that that's a big number, at least on a neutral site, going overseas to Aviva Stadium. Aviva. Aviva Stadium. uh, We are going to get Northwestern and Nebraska. But you just – I don't see a lot of improvement necessarily on this roster, even though they've got 14 starters back combined, nine on offense, five on defense for the Wildcats. But I don't think they really upgraded the talent, the schedule – if they get by Nebraska, though, if they pull an upset, they get a bye week, and then they get Duke at home and Southern Illinois and Miami of Ohio at home. So that's where the wins could come, and sometimes when you get wins early in the season, that builds the momentum going forward. How are you with time changes? Because I know this is 1230 Eastern mm-hmm. for Nebraska, Northwestern, and Dublin. Whenever they play the NFL game over there, you know it's super early in the yeah. morning here stateside. Yeah. I have no idea what time that is in Dublin. Well, I'm is used, it night? Is it I'm, morning? I'm used to now being on the West Coast in Indiana, my alma mater being put in that noon game. So won't be too big of a deal for me because usually usually the uh, lower end Big Ten teams get put in that early slot. I'm just curious what the crowd's going to be like. And again, I don't know if that's going to you know, if it's going to back one team or another one school or another, because it feels like when the NFL goes overseas, mm-hmm. primarily in Europe. I don't know. You know, they, they, they get NFL football. They understand American football. Would have been, right. But are they really going to get into Nebraska Northwestern? Do you think it's going to be a big draw in Dublin? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just don't think, think that they're clamoring for this game in Dublin. I could be wrong. We'll find out. Maybe it's going to be a great atmosphere, and this is something college football wants to do going forward. It was a bit of a surprise to me. I think if Illinois is good this year with Brett Bielema, it might be a surprise to some in the conference. They get Wyoming and uh, the Cowboys come in, maybe not the same Cowboys that we've seen in recent years. Josh Allen's not walking through that door. You got to lay 10 with the fight in Bielema's here. But look at the total, 44. Sometimes you do those correlation plays. They're not expecting a lot of points. So normally that would indicate maybe you want to take the points in the dog if we're expecting a low-scoring game. Yeah. How do you how do you kind of compartmentalize those two numbers? This game, I think the number's about right because Illinois might have overachieved last year to get the five wins. Uh, you know, Brett Bielema, you know what he likes to do, mm-hmm. power running game from his days at Wisconsin, also at Arkansas. But you're getting a Wyoming team, while very well coached by Craig Bull, who did a great job at North Dakota State, and they've continued that success at the FCS level. But if you look at Wyoming, they're one of the least experienced teams in the country. They only have eight starters back Ooh. out of 22, five on offense, three on defense, uh, a new starter at quarterback. So this is not a very experienced team. So I don't know if I want any part of Wyoming necessarily here, but uh, Illinois, by the way, the next week, uh, they will take on uh, my Indiana Hoosiers on Friday night down in Bloomington. So a big 10 opener for Indiana. So I don't, I don't want to say that they're looking ahead. Obviously, you're always excited to play that first game of football, mm-hmm. but usually not a situation where I like to lay a favorite with a conference game on deck. Yeah, and again, we're expecting better things out of Illinois. This could be a really good week one spot for them to, to get right. Remember, last year, 
they had the big win against Nebraska, mm-hmm. ironically, in the same spot to get off on, on the good foot. It didn't always work out that way. By the way, uh, I did Google what time is it right now in Dublin, Ireland. It's 6.53 p.m. So I guess the game would be starting yes. nighttime yes. in Dublin. Late afternoon and then into the night in the second half. <laughs> uh, very quickly in the couple minutes we have remaining, it feels like there's been a lot of people that like New Mexico State mm-hmm. against uh, our guys here from Nevada on the road at New, Mexicans, New Mexico State here in, in week zero. What do you make of that matchup here? Because it does feel like a team that has not had a lot of success here uh, in college football, that would be the Aggies. Are taking some of the action. Yeah, it's the right move, I think. And you're now seeing eight and a half, though. So it is kind of, it is kind of getting, you know, maybe close to unbettable if you're missing the number, and you don't, you know, you don't want to get in that bad habit. But I think a lot of it is because uh, Nevada does not bring a lot of experience back. They do bring a new coach in, a new quarterback. So everything is really new in Nevada uh, going forward. Ken Wilson is going to be the new head coach, but they have a scheme change. Carson Strong now in camp with the Philadelphia Eagles. So it looks like it'll be Shane Illingworth, the Oklahoma state transfer taking up at quarterback. But you know, this may this, I think they're going to be more of a running team, run some multiple running backs, double tight ends. So this is going to be a transition, but New uh, new coach there in uh, New Mexico State, too. Doug Martin out, Jerry Kill in. Tim Beck comes in as the offensive coordinator. He was at Pittsburgh State, which was a Division II power. So, you know, also brings along the defensive coordinator there. So I feel like there's a little bit more continuity with New Mexico State. New Mexico State certainly has gotten the support in the market, but I wouldn't bet at less than 10. I, I would not bet the Aggies. If you get 10 or better, if that shows again, I'm all aboard. Have you ever been to Dublin? I never have. I would love to go. If you were there on a Saturday night, would you go watch Northwestern against Nebraska? I love college football, but I don't know. I could probably think of maybe some other things to do. I'm assuming we might be in a tavern. See if there's a band playing somewhere in the big arena there. Maybe have some some beer over there in Ireland. That's probably what I'd be doing as well. That's a good plan in Ireland, always. (laughs) Wes, enjoy the conversation as all. Always want to thank Will Hill and Matt Santos behind the glass. Thanks for watching the Lombardi One on Easton, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.